Hi, I'm Miranda Wright with HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com. Healing is here. I'm going to say that one more time. Healing is here in this place. I want us to say it like we believe it. Healing is here. Healing is here. And I'll honestly, Lord is going to open the scriptures, hopefully, to the way it happened to me. I guess my job as a pastor is to try to take, under the anointing, of course, to reveal to you what God has revealed to me. Thereby, not only interpretation of what you read, but I want to share what God has applied to me in my life personally, as well as what it could be corporately to you guys as well. How many of y'all know that Jesus heals the sick? How many of you know that Jesus healed the sick? How many of y'all know that Jesus will heal the sick? But I want to talk to you this morning about Jesus not only gives healing, but I want to talk to you about Jesus is healing. In the Bible, the uh, book of Exodus as our opener, you can turn to Mark chapter 5, but Exodus 15, 26, if you can put it on the screen. Exodus 15, 26, my main text, you want to turn there to Mark chapter 5. Mark is the gospel of Mark, the fifth chapter and the 22nd verse. And as you're turning there, at the same time, somehow look at the screen. That's kind of crazy, but we're going to do that. Exodus 15, 26, and said, this is Moses speaking. This is right after God had instructed Moses to cut down a tree and throw it into bitter waters that it might become sweet. And this is amazing because this morning in Sunday school, if y'all are paying attention, this morning in Sunday school, God had brought out that he was hung on a tree for our sin and for our healing. That tree we know is the cross. The Bible also says that cursed is a man who hangs on a tree. And the Apostle Paul, that was the Old Testament. The Apostle Paul says in Corinthians that he became sin, that we might become the of God in so not only did he become sin and become the curse, but that same tree that was brought into bitter waters to become sweet, his cross brings our bitterness into sweetness. Amen? So this literally just happens right before my opener, and we covered that this Sunday school unintentionally, but the Holy Spirit is very intentional. Amen? A lot of times we don't know what God is doing, but God knows what he's doing. Amen? Exodus 15, 26, Moses said, If you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord God Almighty and will do what that is right in His sight, not in our sight. Come on now, y'all caught that? Everybody knows that what's right in your own eyes, the Bible says, might be right in their own eyes. But at the end, the Bible says it leads to death. So we not only do what we think is right, actually we don't do that at all. What we do is what is right in His sight. And how do we know that? Through the word of God and give ear unto his commandments and keep all his statutes and I will put none of the diseases upon thee heart of worship church that I have brought upon your enemies the sickness that I specifically brought unto your enemies I will not bring upon you if it says if you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God do what is right in his sight and give ear unto his commandments and keep the statutes I am the Lord that healeth thee, church. 
And I tell you what, and it's unfortunate, but it cannot be a little bit bold this morning. There are churches that do not preach that Jesus still heals today. What we are going to tell you at Heart of Worship Church, it breaks my heart to say that that is a reality, but not in this church. In the mighty name of Jesus, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Come on, get a, get a witness, amen, in this place. Do we believe that he is the healer? Not only does God give healing, I'm telling you, church, this morning that God tells me he is healing. He doesn't come bearing the gift. He comes as the gift. Amen. Yes, Lord. So Mark chapter 5, 22 through 34. Pray with me informally for me. Heavenly Father, God, this is your word. And Father, God, I thank you, God, that you are stirring the gift of God inside of me, Lord Jesus. Because God, what? You are the gift. Father God, we recognize that many blessings come from above, and we set our affections on things above. But God, above all, let us recognize that the giver is the gift itself. That is the word this morning, and Father, I thank you that you do not change. I thank you that your mercies fail not. I thank you that in this place there are broken people undone that is desperate and destitute in need of a Savior, in need of a deliverer, in need of a healer. Father God, you are all those things, and in this place, anoint our ears to hear what you are saying, anoint our doings to do what you have called us to do. Father God, anoint my lips to speak, teach, and preach that of your word through the unction and the anointing of the Holy Spirit, because there is no philosophy, no intellect of man that could do for this people, us, your people, what your Holy Spirit has done and will do and can do in this place. In Jesus' mighty name and all of God's children, shout, amen. A very familiar passage, and I'm going to get a little bit excited. Church, I'll tell you what, I don't know that there's a preacher that preaches out of this passage that doesn't get a little wheel. Ha! So let me tell you, I'm not going to do it out of my own flesh, but I'm going to tell you that this is one of those passages that if you do not get excited about, you ain't saved. Mark chapter 5. This as a precursor right into the point where we want to leap in. Right before this moment of verse 22, we find that Jesus comes back from healing the demoniac who had they and them pronouns, who said that my name is Legion for we, plural, are many. Jesus knocked them devils smack out of them so hard it hit over a herd of pigs and they ran and drowned in the lake. There was a powerful move that shook that, that city that was not necessarily meant to be ministered to if you don't realize that these were not Jews. So this was a little bit controversial that Jesus was already crossing over to Gentile territory before he told Peter to eat from the, that, that vision of the sheet of the animals that revealed to the church that it's not just for the Jews, amen, but it's for some sportians, amen. Can I get a witness? It's for bunkians, amen. It's for more than just the Jews, God's chosen people. But glory to God, we are adopted in children of the most high God. Yes, so hallelujah. Whoo, come on now. And after that, he comes back, and boy, word spread right about. This is the height of Jesus' ministry. There's a man that says, oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, come. Heal my daughter, heal my daughter. Let's get into that. It says, verse 22, And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue. His name was Jairus by name. And when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet and besought Jesus greatly, saying, quote, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. My little daughter lieth at the point of death. Mothers and fathers, y'all know in your heart of hearts what gravity of weight of trial that would be upon your life if you were to lose your own children. But this man, Jairus, knew Jesus 
knew the power of Jesus, and he says these words. I want you all to pay attention to something, because what I'm about to tell you is a, is, a, is a bookmark for us to go back to later on. We're going to go back to this bookmark. Let's make this bookmark mentally. He says, my little daughter is about to die. I pray thee. In other words, he says, I beg of you, Jesus, come and lay hands on her. Come with me and touch her. Come and heal her that she might be restored and she shall live. Can I get a witness? Now, this is the faith of the man that, that knew Jesus. This is the faith professed of the man that says, I know what you have done and I believe you will do for me. My faith says, come, come with me, physically walk and talk with me. Touch my daughter. Now watch this. That's your bookmark. What he said in his faith, he says the words, quote, come and lay hands on her that she may be healed. And Jesus, verse 24, went with him and much people followed him and thronged round about him. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood, 12 years, 12 years, there was an issue with her blood. And it suffered many things of many, says many, not some, but many physicians. She spent all that she had, not some, not most. She was broke because she spent it all on natural doctors. But she didn't get better. But rather, verse 26, concluding, grew worse. So now not only is she still sick, she's more sick and broke. When she heard of Jesus that came behind the press, now take into account, right in this moment, Jesus is already on a mission to heal a little daughter who is about to die. He is walking with Jairus. He is physically side by side moving to a house going to bring healing and in the passage of bringing healing another sick person says wait a second i got something to jesus when she had heard of jesus at the moment she simply heard did she delay oh no came in behind the press touched his garment Verse 28, this is what the other side of that bookmark, you know, if you have a bookmark, you see the front, there might be something on the back. Here's the back side of that bookmark. I want y'all to read this. For she said, my faith is, if I would only but touch his clothes, if I would reach out to Jesus, then I shall be made whole. And straight away the fountain of the blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. She reached out to Jesus. She got healing because she touched the healer. Come on, somebody. This is good. It says straight away. Guys, I don't know there's fights. I know that sometimes it's this self-same hour. And I know that there are times when we've got to press in. And I know there's times that, church, we've got to fast and pray for 21 days. But, church, when I get to read the parts of the Scripture that says straight away, Brother Jacob, I can't help but get a little excited because it reminds me he's still in the right now. Amen. Come on now. Yes, Lord. And Jesus immediately knowing of himself that virtue has gone out of him that's amazing he felt the power leave his body yes hallelujah golly what a day 
Oh, she had her day, church. Can I tell you, she had her day. See, that's the problem, church. There's so many people that are surrounded by Jesus. I want to talk to some religious folk. We come to church, right? We know that this is what feels good. We should do this. this is, I was raised in church. I was here when Brother Lloyd broke ground. I was here when Pastor Glenn was ordained. I was this, and I'm coming. I know i got to come to church. There's many people that are pressing of the crowd to be around Jesus. But the question is, church, are you desperate enough to touch him? Are you desperate enough to press through these religious folks and say, I got to get closer. I'm not, I'm not close enough. I'm too far away. I got to get closer to my Jesus because I want what I need. Come on, church. 36 days sober, you reached out to Jesus. Yeah, yeah. 2006, that was my story. Who I reached out to Jesus, church. I fell on my knees at 3 o'clock in the morning. I said, God, I ain't got nothing. I don't want nothing. What I want is you to be proud of me. I reached out and touched the hem of his garment. And virtue left my healer. And healing fell on me, church. Come on, church. Amen. Y'all get me to remember that day when you touched Jesus. When you touched Jesus. Not only there as the spectator, but the participator. Amen. Jesus, Jesus. If I say, Lord, you are worthy to be touched. Jesus, Jesus. And Jesus, knowing that the power had gone out of his body, turned about the press and said, Who touched me? All right, now, y'all don't get bored with the religious folks over here. There's theologians, I know. This church is full of people who know the word, so don't get bored about this point. Just like the disciples, everyone in their right mind, knowing the context would be, Wait a second. Don't you see, verse 31, the multitude thronging thee and now you're saying who touched you many people surrounding jesus and in this place and point in time even touched him but only one person truly touched him you see church and this is why i could say a sad reality there are people that come to this altar brothers and sisters listen to what i'm about to say i'm going to say in love and humility but honesty can i get an amen they come and they pray they're touching they're thronging but the moment you know that they really touch Jesus is when the power leaves heaven and penetrates that heart and they leave changed. Church, I'm the one to tell you, church, that I do believe come as you are. But I'm not one pastor that says leave as you are. Church, I say come with a needle in your arm. But by golly, by the Lord's grace and power, he takes that needle out of our arm. He takes the sin out of our heart that we might leave changed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said that he, he has come that he might destroy the works of the devil, not appease it, not cover it, to remove it out of our lives. The lust, the pride. I love Hebrews. It says not only the sin, but the Devante, but even the weights that just so easily beset you. Jesus is more than even just removing our sin, church. He's removing the things that are weighing us down. Oh, thank you, Lord. That's what I'm saying, church. This is one of my favorite. A woman who touched the press. Now, so many things that can be applied, and I know so many of y'all know this, but understand, a woman with the issue of blood, a lot of biblical scientists would tell you that it was hard for her, based on her weak, frail state, to push through a hard crowd. If you can imagine trying to, trying to work your way through a mosh pit to get to the stage, it ain't easy. <laughs> and this woman... With an issue of blood over 12 years, who grow worse? How many of y'all ever had blood pressure problems? 
I'm just saying, let's be honest. If it's high or low, it's hard to move. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, she pushed through that crowd. She gave it all she had just to touch Jesus. And that was an, a sacrifice in and of itself. Also, real quick, historically, she wasn't supposed to be in that crowd. She disobeyed the culture. She was not. She was unclean vessel. She had to be outside of the city as a very far away spectator because of her condition. She was considered historically and culturally as an unclean person. So not only was she pushing through a physical handicap, she broke the social distance and laws. Come on, somebody. She didn't socially distance. She said, Jesus, I'm still going to church. Woo! They can arrest me. They can defame me. They can say all kind of things about me. Come on, somebody. Now, so that was necessary. That was, we read the scriptures. But we miss so much without the historical and the cultural context of what is being done in this situation. Everything went against her. But she was bold enough to say, hell or high water, I'm going to touch my Jesus. I'm telling you, this is what is exciting about her faith. Listen to the words. I'm going to go back to that backside of the bookmark. That bookmark. Let's look back over. I want us to go to that, that verse. What did she say? 28. She said this, if I would just touch his clothes... I shall be whole. I want you to know that her faith was in just reaching out. Listen, every other person that got a healing from Jesus went to him and said, Master, if you would just come and lay hands on my daughter, if you would just, and look, the man that was a captain of the guard who said, if you would just say the word. And what did Jesus say? Man, this man has got more faith than all of Israel. This woman was very much in the category because she didn't ask him to go nowhere. She didn't ask him to say something. She didn't even ask him to say, hi, how you doing? Como estas? She said, I just need to touch him and I will be whole. So many people enthrong Jesus on Sunday mornings, but not very many touch him. One, uh, verse 33. The disciples had already told Jesus, I don't know what you're talking about. Everyone's touching you. Right? But he looked around about to see her that had done this thing, verse 33, but the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, she came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And look, after she's explaining why she did it and what happened, not that she needed to, I can just see Jesus smiling. You're done? I know. And what did he say? Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Thy faith has made thee whole. You know what? The churches that do not believe that Jesus still heals people today, they're right. Because they have no faith. Whether you say he can or he can't, you're right. Your faith, your faith. Your faith has made thee whole. Oh, he don't heal no more. Well, you know what? He doesn't heal in your life, that's for sure. Why? Your faith has made you whole. Your doubt has kept you handicapped. Now, listen to what I'm telling you. I love the straightaways. But I'm going to go back to what I really said. You know, in Scripture, there are times of waiting. There are seasons. Jesus, knowing his omnipotence, omniscience, that... He didn't heal a man that was going to be healed by Peter and John when they said, silver and gold have I none. 
If you read in the book of Acts, you do the math that they give you, Jesus was there. He never got a healing from Jesus. But at his appointed time, listen to what I'm trying to tell you, church. Brother Seth, right here, I will never stop praying for your healing. There's an appointed time. Brother Wayne, my dear friend and man of God, there's an appointed time. Every day I pray, I believe in straight away. And every day that it comes by without a straight away, there'll be another straight away prayer. But the day that happens, the straight away is going to be straight away. Amen. Come on, somebody. Now, healing is here. Healing is at the word of the Lord. This is not a title slide. Listen, the Holy Spirit is telling you healing is here. The question is, are you reaching out and touching them? Listen, Jarius's faith Front side of that bookmark. Listen. Jairus' faith was that Jesus needs to come to the daughter. The woman's faith was that she had to get to Jesus. Y'all see the difference? Oh, come Lord Jesus. Come and feed our space. Not that that's wrong. It's not. I want you to catch the two face. They both made them whole. The daughter, keep reading for your sake on, on your homework if you choose, she got healed too. But what I find very inspiring, church, is we don't have to wait for him to come to us. We can come boldly before the throne room of grace and find help in a time of need. <laughs> Come on, church. Come on, church. Wait on the Lord. Yes, but he says, come. Come. Whew. Malachi, the fourth chapter, verse 1 through 2. You don't have to turn there if you'd like. It's the last book of the Old Testament before you get to Matthew. If you find Matthew, hang a left. All right, listen to what I'm saying, church. I don't mean to bore the theologians, but I'm going to go ahead and bring out this powerful Revelation. How many of y'all know that Jesus is our great high priest? So the Bible says there was high priest and then there were the great high priests. Y'all know the uh, name Aaron, Moses' brother? He was the great high priest. Then there were priests under him. The great high priest had something very specific. Let's find it in Matthew chapter, excuse me, Malachi, the fourth chapter, verses one through two. It's actually in verse 2, but let's, uh, let's read that. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that are do wickedly and evil shall be stubble. It shall burn as dross, and that day cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, and it shall leave them neither root nor branch. The wicked will be destroyed, church. Verse 2, but unto you. I would say, but, but. unto you, you. Mm-hmm. that fear my name, shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall. The wicked is going to be destroyed, verse 1. Verse 2, but heart of worship, church, 
You that fear my name, you that believe and call upon that name, Jesus, that fear my name. The Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in His wings. Did you know that the tails of the robe of the great high priest was called the wings? Here it is. How do you say it? It's tzitzit stuff. Tzitzit. We're all Hebrew here. We're grafted in. We're the, step, we're the stepchildren Hebrews. Listen. These, now granted, I'm wearing it high. They're, they're on the hem of the garment, if I might just go boldly, go ahead and fast forward to the credits. The wings. Healing. In his seat seat. Jesus, the great high priest, was wearing these. This is what she touched. There's healing in his wings. I know some of y'all know, oh yeah, I've heard that before. But some of y'all that hadn't heard it, y'all were like, ooh, come on somebody. The hem of the garment was the wings of the priest. Healing in his wings, Matthew chapter 4, verse 2. Listen to what I'm telling you. Jesus Christ, Christ is not his last name. Newsflash. Jesus didn't do a job application or to carpenter school and fill out first name Jesus, last name Christ. Christ was the title. The anointed one. Messiah, the very promised one throughout all the Old Testament. There's over 2,000 messianic prophecies that comes from Genesis to Malachi that says, He's coming, He's coming. She was the one that says, He's here, He's here, and I'm going to touch it. Come on now. Hallelujah. Give Him praise, church. Give Him praise. Yes. And here we are today. He's coming, He's coming. He's coming again, and he's going to rise with healing in his wings again. Psalm 103.3, you don't have to turn there. The Bible says there that he forgives all your sins and heals all your diseases. Psalm 147.3 says he heals the brokenhearted and he binds up the wounds. Isaiah 30.26 says the moon will shine like the sun and the sunlight will be seven times brighter like the light of the seven full days when the Lord binds up the bruises of his people and heals the wounds that were inflicted. Jeremiah 30.17 says, but I will restore unto you health and healing to your wounds, declares the Lord, because you were called an outcast in Zion for whom no one cares. How many of y'all ever felt like an outcast in society? Guess what? Jesus is following you. Nevertheless, verse, uh, 33, verse 6, chapter 33 of Jeremiah, Nevertheless, I will bring healing, and healing to it. I will heal all my people, and they will enjoy the abundant peace of security. And lastly, Hosea 6, 1, Come, let us return unto the Lord. Come back, sinners. Come back. Oh, I know you haven't been in church a long time. Come, let us return unto the Lord. He has torn to pieces but he will heal us. He has injured us, but he will bind up our wounds. He tears away the bad church. Let him do that surgery. Cut out that cancer called sin, and he will build you up. Listen, I want to go back to the title the Holy Spirit had given me for the words. Specifically, hear these words. Close your eyes right now. Everyone in this room, close your eyes. I want you to hear it. Healing is here. Jesus is healing. Jesus is here. And listen to what I'm telling you, church. I don't know if y'all figured this out yet, but healing is much more than your physical scars. 
your, 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 your cancer, your, 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 your heart issues or blood pressure. Healing is spiritual. Emotional healing of the scars and the pain that your family has inflicted upon you when you felt like you were nothing, you didn't deserve anything. When you were the outcast at a Zion, Jesus said, I will bind up your wounds. Jesus is healing and healing is here. And everyone in this room, listen to me. If you are that woman that's just bold and crazy enough to say, I've given it all I've got. All I got is my physical frame. I'm coming to Jesus. Jesus, you ain't got to come to me. I'm running to you. These altars are open. Everybody stand up. Come and worship the Lord. Come and touch Jesus that he might touch you. I don't care what your need is, church. This is that time. Nobody looking around. Everyone with their head bowed and eyes closed. Jesus is here. Healing is here. Healing is here. Healing is here. This message was brought to you by HOWC Ministries. To learn more about our ministries, please visit us online at heartofworshipchurch.com.